Uh, we use intentional phrases that express the heart's wish for happiness, for well-being. So the heart in its essence wants ourselves and wants each other, and wants life to be well, wants life to thrive, wants life to be safe, healthy, happy, peaceful, loving. Right? That's the natural inclination of the heart. So the meta practice, when we use phrases that express those wishes. And I will repeat some general phrases that express more the general sense of uh, areas of our lives that we may wish to be feel in ourselves and for others. So we're the, the wishing ourselves and others to be safe, to be healthy, to be happy, and to live with ease. But you may have other domains that are more important to you, so you can change the phrases. But if you're new to the practice, I would suggest just using these phrases. Keep them very simple. Keep them general enough so you can wish them for yourself and others and everyone. Not, may I pass my graduation test next week, may I, you know, but more just, you know, may I be safe, may I be healthy, may I be happy. The phrases are oriented to the present moment. Not, may I be happy when I get my next promotion, but may I be happy in this moment, may I be happy now. Not be happy now, that's meta with an edge. <laughs> You better be happy because I'm sending all this meta to you, so <laughs> hurry up. No, but just may you be well, may as much as, and, 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 and then with the second, so may you be safe, or may you feel safe, and you might play with that. I, use, I go back and forwards between may I be safe and may I feel safe. May I be healthy, may I feel healthy. Different feeling tone to it. And you may be wishing metta for someone who's passed away. You may be wishing metta for someone who's sick or is dying. And so when you're wishing them health, I mean, you, the heart, you know, even though someone's maybe in a difficult state, physical state, the heart still wishes them to be well. Even if we know they're dying, we wish them to be well. So you can, you can wish them, may you be healthy or may you be as healthy as you're able to be. And then may you be happy, may you know happiness. And uh, may you know, and then the last phrase, may you live with ease. And that, that, that phrase is pointing to, and I think it's more relevant now than ever, um, to live with ease, meaning um, may your life be, you know, not so stressed and complicated, right? Anybody not want a life of ease, right? It's, 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 it seems like it's a rare commodity these days. So may you be health safe, may you be healthy, may you feel happy, may you live with ease. To be watchful not to look, particularly for, for um, feelings may come and go, but the point isn't to develop the feeling per se, but to generate this wish, generate this intention of the heart to wish well. Be watchful of thinking about the person we're wishing metaphor. Oh, no, may you be happy. Huh, last time I saw you, you were really miserable. I wonder what was going on. I think that job's really bad for you. I think maybe I can talk to my boss about hiring you and, you know, you know that how that happens. We go off thinking, drifting, analyzing. So keep it simple. Keep coming back to the phrases. Keep coming back to the person. 
as much as you can, maintain a strong sense of the person in your heart, in your mind. And as I'll guide it, you know, to take a moment to reflect when we when we have different wish matter for different people, to take a moment to reflect on their goodness, their, their, their qualities. Why? What? 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 What triggers your heart? What lights you up when you think about them? So it's easier to feel a sense of connection. Okay. So finding a comfortable posture, sitting with ease upright, and then feeling your heart center area, center of your chest, feel your breath. I'm going to start with ourselves and I'm going to read a poem that expresses this quality of matter from Derek Walcott that some of you will know. And it's about this loving self-acceptance. He says, The time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, Sit here and eat. You will love the stranger again who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelves, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit and feast on your life. So as we bring awareness to ourselves, you might want to put your hand on your heart just to sense that connection with yourself. And take a moment to reflect for a moment on your own good qualities, something that you like about yourself, some action, some act of generosity, of kindness that you did recently, or the way others see you, the way others see qualities in you. If that's not available, just connecting with your own wish to be happy. It's a birthright and no happiness. Perhaps recalling a time when you felt happy or at ease. offering these phrases as if they're coming from your heart. May I be safe. And the, 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 fuller fra- the fuller phrase of this, may I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May I feel safe. And then just take a moment and let that, it's like a pebble in a pond, feel that ref- reverberate through your body. May I feel safe. May I feel healthy and strong.
may be happy. May I live with ease. And for this stage, I add this phrase, may I love and accept myself just as I am. May I love and accept myself just as I am. be safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy, peaceful. with ease. May I love and accept myself just as I am. may play with wishing this quality of metta for yourself. (coughs) Right now, just as you're sitting, you might wish this for your body. You might wish it to a part it to, you think of yourself when you were younger, young person, child, infant, sometimes that's easier to connect with. time saying these phrases for yourself. May I be safe, healthy, happy, live with ease, accept myself just as I am.
Notice when your attention wanders, bring it back, start again. Sense your heart. Start again with the phrases, may I be safe, healthy, happy, live with ease. Before we shift the attention to another person, just take a moment without the phrases, seeing if there's a way that you can hold yourself with a sense of goodwill. Can you feel a sense of warmth, whether it's to your body, to your heart, mind, sense of basic acceptance, appreciation for who you are. that's there without the words.
Now calling to mind a person, perhaps the person that's most easy for you to feel a sense of warmth or friendliness, loving connection with. Might be a child, might be an older relative, might be a teacher, spiritual teacher. Someone they say who brings a smile to your face. So calling someone like this to mind, it might be an animal. For some people, a dog or a cat is the easiest place to feel that sense of goodwill. And dogs are usually less judgmental than us. So call this person, this being to mind, into your heart. Taking a moment to sense into their good qualities, what you like about them. And then offering these phrases, these wishes to them. May you too. Be safe. May you too feel healthy. May you be happy. May you live with ease in your life. watchful of getting lost in thinking about them. Keep coming back to just this simple wish. May you be safe, healthy, happy, live with ease.
And now call to mind a good friend, someone whom it's easy for you to feel again, that sense of friendliness or warmth, connection, someone with whom currently there's a lot of ease. sense of this person, sense their good qualities, what it is you like about them. And extend these phrases of metta, tension of friendliness to them. May you too be safe. May you feel healthy. May you feel happy. May you live with ease.
no matter how far you wander, you can always take some moment just to return, to wake up, to begin again. This moment, this person, this phrase. No need to judge when you get distracted. Just start again and again. In the last minute or so, just extending this quality, this wish out to the people sitting around you, beside you, in front of you, strangers, friends. close with a poem. If you would grow to your best self, be patient, not condemning. Accepting, not demanding. Nurturing, not withholding. Self-marveling, not belittling. Gently guiding, not pushing and punishing. You're more sensitive than you know. Mankind is tough as war, yet delicate as flowers. We can endure agonies, but open fully only to warmth and light. And our need to grow is fragile as a fragrance, dispersed by storms of well, returning when the storms are still. So accept and respect. Attend your sensitivity. A flower cannot be opened with a hammer. That poem, I think, is by Daniel Mead. It's very hard to find online, but you can find it. So, before we, we're going to do some walking meditation in a minute, but before we do that, any questions about either the things I said this morning in the talk or about what happened in the meditation? Yes. Or comment. When I was doing it to ourselves. Yeah, can you repeat that? Oh no, I was just saying. Um, 
you gave us um, may I be safe, happy, healthy, uh, at ease. But right. there's also a, th a third, yeah. fourth one that you gave yeah, us. Yeah, for ourselves, I, I add in uh, may I accept, love and accept myself just as I am. Which seems to be pertinent for most people. Questions, comments? So as you can see, it's an easy practice, simple practice, not easy. Mark the last reading, the, the last poem you had. Any chance you could post that on your website or Facebook or something? It's just beautiful. I could, I suppose. Um, <laughs> we could photocopy it. Yeah, we could do that. That doesn't apply to all the quotes I'm going to read, otherwise it would be a <laughs> frenzy. But yes, that's a, it's a hard one to find online. The only place I found it was on a dieting website. A which website? A diet website. Because I'm always, you know, working on my... You know, you know. <laughs> Thanks for revealing that. <laughs> so, yeah, questions, comments? How was that for you, to yourself, to others? What do you notice? What was... Difficult. Yeah. It was amazing. And I, I think you hear me without a microphone. Don't it's you? okay. If you don't want to use it, it's okay. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. Um, and throughout the meditation, oh, as I managed to go deeper into it, I felt like a physical, at the top of my brain, some kind of a, as if my brain was pulled up. And it felt very, very good. <laughs> I don't know if anybody experiences that mm -hmm. too. So if it was a feeling of energy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being pulled up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's called rapture. <laughs> <laughs> it's called rapture. It is? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know, but it... it, it <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did it, was it pleasurable? I'm sorry, I'm a foreigner, and the word rapture, I don't know. Oh, uh, bliss? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so sometimes that happens, you know, and then we spend the next five years trying to get back to that state. <laughs> but it, it happens two things. One, because of concentration. So when the mind gets concentrated, then all kinds of pleasurable feelings come. And actually, I mean, there's, a, there's so many things to say about this practice, I only said a few of them. Metta is a m concentration practice in that the, it's the repetition of phrases like a mantra. We're not doing a mantra, but it's like a mantra in that, it, and so it focuses. It can focus the mind. When the mind gets focused, we get absorbed. When we get absorbed, it, for whatever f reasons, physiologically it re releases energy, light, tingling, upward sensations, bliss, rapture, joy, expansiveness, and then you can use that rapture, the bliss, to uh, to fuel the phrases. So the phrases have more power. So when you're feeling that delight, then you're, you're saying the practice from that place. So it's actually a beautiful mm, combination because the, the practice has more power. So when you do this in retreat, often what comes is intense delight, happiness. And then, you, then you're radiating and it feels like you're the, energetically you can radiate with that joy and the love. So... Um, yeah, so enjoy that, feel the pleasure, f y l 
let that fuel the phrases. And those of you who weren't feeling that, you can notice you're comparing minds or wanting minds <laughs> or self-judging minds. How come I wasn't feeling that? Right? There's no doing it right. And you know, we have experiences like that and we think, oh, great. I'm getting it. It's juicy. It's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's beautiful. But it's only it's one piece of the practice. There are you know there are times when it's it's dry, it's boring, it's flat, but that has equal value because you're still cultivating this quality, this well wishing, this you know the it's a it's a sort of generosity. This um, the saying of the phrases. Sometimes the feelings there, and you're feeling a lot of love, and it's very juicy and yummy, and it's like oh that's what I think it should be. And other times it's like, ah, oh, I just feel like this stone. How many people felt like this? Just nothing. Like, anybody? No? Okay, good. Yeah, well, some? Yeah. So, and that's fine too. You know, sometimes you feel bored, sometimes you're restless, and there's plenty of nodding heads in there. Yeah, may I be, <laughs> may I be awake? <laughs> right? So it's, it's all part of it, right? To not, not, and it's really easy for the mind to go, oh, that's it over there, it's juicy over there, or it's loving over there, but that's here. So. But good, when, it's, when it comes, then, yeah, delight, joy, appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Just falling asleep is okay. Falling asleep is okay. Falling asleep happens. Yeah, so when, when the falling asleep happens, then uh, open your eyes, sit upright, take some deep breaths, um, you might want to put your hands on your head, just maybe look around a little and just kind of, you know, refresh yourself like you do, like, like when the meditation ends, right? You kind of move a little and you look around and, and that sort of wakes you up. So do that and then keep your eyes open and say the phrases. Eyes open, yeah. And you can always stand up, just do a standing meditation, just stand up where you are and then just keep saying the phrases. result of my process after getting divorced of my relationship for 14 years and, um, and also in the process of trying to like kind of date again uh, I wasn't ready so like, things fell apart for me and um, in my search for trying to find balance and, and, and kind of help myself to go through the process of grief I um, well, I discovered a, a mindful meditation and the, and the meta practice. But in the meta practice, I started focusing into the person I lost. Well, the person that dumped me and my ex-wife and my previous relationship. So I was focus, focusing on them. But it, something felt weird. So it was like, kind of was distracting myself from, from my own person. From, I was just focusing in, in this other person was kind of a reflection of how I relate to partners. I forget about me, I don't take care of myself. So I realized at least that, that's my, that, is, that is my experience that uh, I needed to start with myself and be self-compassionate and uh, self, not protective, but like kind with myself mm -hmm. uh, before trying to reach out, before mm -hmm. trying to do I feel like I just can't be centered. I just mm -hmm. can't be, you know, I have to start with me. 
So I wonder if that is the way it's supposed to be. Start with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like build out the strength to yeah. project that. Yeah. Did everybody hear the question? Yes? No? No? Some? Okay. So if we can, we'll use the mic next time. Um, so basically, he's talking about having a diff- very painful experiences in relationship, marriage, ending, and noticing that as he was trying to do meta for these other people, that it felt like he was just rep- repetition of a pattern of taking care of others, not himself, and should he start with himself, and it's better. St- and basically, yes, it's, um, you, want, you, you do want to start here. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd also say if the people who are choosing are too emotionally triggering, which these clearly would be, right, your exes, then you choose somebody who are easy. So you start with yourself and then you do it to a friend. When the friendship, and that's why I said, choose a friend that's currently where the friendship is going well, because we can have plenty of friends where it's difficult, but that's not what we're doing right now. The beginning of meta practice is you do it in the easiest way possible. Start with yourself if that's easy. Start with a, there's what's called a benefactor, what I call the easy person. It could be a dog, could be a grandparent, it could be a cat, could be the Dalai Lama, someone who's just like, oh, you see them and like, oh, yeah, that's mm, sweet, you know, sweet. And then you choose a friend, and then we do the more difficult people when we feel ready, yeah, and not the our arch enemy, you know, mm, not the person that just dumped us. You know, because it's, tr- it's just going to trigger all the feelings. You know, and, and we're not. Re- you know, time. There's a time. There's a place to do that. And it can be very healing and forgiving and all of that. But when we're learning the practice, you want to do it where it's easy, so you get a sense of like it flowing. Okay, good. There's a hand. Do you want? Do you want? Did you want to speak? Do you have a comment? Yeah. No. no? Okay. Uh, beside you. Yeah. Uh, t- to your right. To your right. To your right. It's always right there. (coughs) So I'm wondering. Here, you put it up. So I'm wondering. um, uh, My tendency, I'm finding, is to just kind of let my mind kind of float a little bit and and shift from one person to another. And and you had said it was like a concentration practice, and I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if I should really try to stay with one person and one experience or yeah mm-hmm. and 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 repeat the mantras or should i just kind of let them float through my mind as people arise in mm-hmm. my mind how long have you been doing meta well i haven't really practiced it on my own i've done i've been to another meta retreat i've been to another day-long meta retreat mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah, there's, there's different ways to practice metta, and many have their own virtues. And I think, I think in the beginning, it can, it's helpful to focus on, you know, so the different categories, friend, difficult person. It's helpful to choose one person and just stay with them for however many minutes. This was, I was doing about five minutes per person just to cultivate some sense of continuity and a little bit of concentration and also it makes us work a little harder. Like it's, it might be easy to say maybe happy once, but to say it 25 times, you've got to, you've got to dig a little deeper and there's value to that. There's value to just, um, it may not be have the same rush as the first time you say it, but it, but it can have a sense of 
uh, or, or sincerity or genuineness or um, uh, conviction. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then of course, plenty of people will float through our minds. Sometimes they're banging on the door, me, 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 what about me? I have these dear friends of mine, a couple who are named godfather to their daughter and um, and so they're all they're all like the same person and in a way they're so close and often I'll do it to one person they're like what about me <laughs> what about me <laughs> and sometimes I'll do that I'll do it as a couple or as a family um, or I'll just wish you know if people come barging in I'll, I'll just rather than thinking them as a distraction I'll just wish them matter and then let them go and then come back to the person and then there are other, you know, there are other styles of meta practice where you just sit and you just see whoever comes into your mind and then you wish them meta. It's like a blessing. And it could be lots of people, friends, families, mem- people from, from a long time ago. And that's another way to do it. But I think there's some value to this more kind of uh, purposeful, uh, discreet way of doing it. But, you know, see for yourself. You know, if, if 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 the minds just pull to a lot of people all the time, then maybe that's what wants to happen. You know, maybe or maybe it's a phase. But you know, today I'd say to do with what we're suggest what I'm suggesting as a as a way of just trying it on. Okay. Ultimately, you know, without sounding too Californian, it's all good in a way. Um, <laughs> You know, if you if if you're cultivating and wishing and you know the tech, they're, they're, all, they're all training wheels, right? The, the the point is to have a kind attitude with whatever, people, self, life, bugs. So that's that's ultimately you know whether what technique and how you know we can get into the details and there's value to some and, and others and and then we but they're they're just the springboard really, and sometimes we're feeling so full of matter. You don't want to, you just drop the phrases because you're just like, I, the metas are extra. The phrases are extra. You're just feeling so lovingly connected. You don't need to say it because it's redundant. And that's fine too. So it's not like, oh, I've got to keep saying it. And also, it's not a, we're not being meta phrase factories. So sometimes we think, oh, I've got to, you know, if I say it a lot, maybe. And my, one of my first teachers taught me this. He said, just say it really quickly. Maybe well, maybe well, maybe well, maybe <laughs> well. Right? As if you get more points for more phrases, you know. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It's like, it's, 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 whether, you're, it's whether it's supporting, engaging your heart. Yes, Susan. Thank you for saying that. I, uh, to be perfectly honest, I kind of get stuck at the point after my dog and my children. <laughs> When I get to anyone else, uh, <laughs> sometimes I do really well with other animals. But <laughs> I think honestly, it was this sense of meta obligation. I can say meta once for my dad, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. But the idea of sitting for 10 minutes and saying meta for my father leads me to not do it the first time because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no, I'm not adding him. Mm-hmm. But I think if I, if I, you know, if, it, if it's okay to just do it once and then maybe go back to my kids, mm-hmm. I, maybe that's a starting point for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah. So make it work, you know. So if that's, what, if that's what it takes to do it for your dad, one phrase and then kids and then one phrase, and that sounds fine to me. Um, you know, but you, you want to stretch beyond animals and kids. Uh, no, that's a bad thing. It's a great thing. Happy, great for your kids and your pets. But... You know, so rather than rather than go from them to your dad, go from them to your best friend, or go from them to someone you like at work, or go from them to someone you appreciate in society, or go from them to 
you know, someone you know at work who's suffering, or, you know, so just start to expand. That's the point. Yeah, or to, or, yeah, or to more animals also. You know. Okay, good. Yes, this chat with the glasses in the middle. Hi. Hi. Um, for it's on for choosing the the being i've i've ch- i've chosen a lot um and i i did a, a a meta retreat for a few days where the one i settled on was a younger version of myself mm-hmm. um back kind of before there were any problems um that i can think of too much um and i still feel uh that and then, then I add, I see myself meditating also, and I see, oh, that's great, that's great, playing with Legos, other things. I didn't meditate that thing, but it seems to make me feel more loving toward myself. And I, I wonder if there's attachment there, like if I, when I visualize those things, and if I should actually choose an easier being, even like my nieces, where, it's not necessarily easier, but I just don't, I don't care what they do. I'll just, I'll love them no matter what. Mm-hmm. And there might be things still with myself, younger, um, and then my other question about that is... So let's start with that first. So yeah. does that visualization of you as a young person, does that allow you to feel meta for yourself? Um, it does. Um, when I take that um, and I, I sit in it for a while and then I bring that into myself. Mm-hmm. Then fine. What works? If it works, it's fine. And and that and kind of embedded in that question is the the question of whether um, should you go with the easy being? I'm a very difficult person to love for myself. It's actually much easier for me to be unconditionally sure. loving to others. So most of it, us are. should I start with the yes thing that's so, most yeah. unconditional? So next next round I'll do well. Start with the easy person. Yes. Yeah, so start Got with it. your nieces. So you start, yeah, start the nieces. Yeah. Yeah. Start with where it's easy to be unconditional, hmm. and then friends, and then yourself. And then the next stage is a neutral person and a difficult person, which you could also put yourself in that category. And then all beings. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you. Behind you. I was trained to do the meditation with a mala and to, you know, repeat loving kindness and protection from harm and go through each person, including the difficult, myself, etc. That's very helpful to me because it it centers me, mm-hmm. and I feel a tremendous amount of happiness afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I also felt a tremendous amount of happiness, sort of with the I'll call the free form method that you had us doing. Do you mm-hmm. have thoughts on the differences, or when you might use one or the other? So tell me how you use your mala. So every phrase you so do a click a bead. So what I was trained with is I wish loving kindness and protection from harm from for myself. Mm-hmm. And then I go then you know I'll pick my arch enemy whoever that might be at the time. Mm-hmm. And then I'll pick my daughter you know very easy person and I'll just keep cycling through that mm-hmm. until I reach you know the, the hundred and eight bead or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a great practice. I've never heard of that that style before. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, there's pros and cons to every form and every technique, and it's valuable to 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 to, to, to see see to s- discover what what gets developed with what practice, um, and then you know see what's most expedient, 
uh, or, or you do, or you have several kinds. There are different kinds of meta practice. There's a practice where you visualize this big lake that's a meta lake. And first you go in and you drink from it and you swim and you kind of you just get relish in it. And then you invite your friends and your family and then, you know, colleagues and then your enemies. And then eventually it's a big party in the lake. It's a meta lake. And it's, you know, it's, a, it's very visual and it's, it can be visceral. And so the different doorways into that sense of unconditionality. Um, I, I know this practice, practice more, so this is what I teach, and that's what we, this more what we teach in, in this just tradition here. Um, and it's from, you know, it's from, it's been from a text from the fifth, sixth century, so it's been around for a while. Um, and I, I like, some people don't like the may I, the, the whatever verb tense that is, um, but I actually like that, the, the wishing for rather than the phrase you use, just because that, to me, it has a more a- active piece to it. Um, but it's real again. It's it's really some people don't use that phrase. They just they just hold a person and they just say love, or kindness, or happiness, and it's more kinesthetic. So you know, each of us is going to have a slightly different refraction of the lens, and 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 sometimes it changes over time. So um, it's great that you have that practice and play with this and see if it adds or you <coughs> do both or, you, you know, yeah. I think that what's good about the mala, so mala is, a, is, a, is, a, is the beads that, that various traditions use, most traditions, well, every tradition I know uses some kind of beads as a, as a, as a, as a concentration tool, counting, but it also focuses, it gives you something physical to do, so may I be well and you... And, some, and I've, I've actually done that practice with beads before too, and um, it does help. So. Good. Yes, behind you. ourselves to do things that are difficult is a part of our kind of value system of how great we are. Um, and so I'm interested in um, hearing you talk a little bit more in terms of some of the um, guidance that you've been providing that is around, um, you know, pick somebody who is easy, um, do the piece that is easy. And how, like how one gets to the ones that are hard, like somebody who has hurt you or, or that, like what is that path and how do you guide yourself in terms of succeeding, as it were, in loving mm-hmm. kindness, easy, but succeeding in loving kindness when it's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it is it is counter, you know, culturally intuitive to do what's easy because we think if it's hard, it must be good, and if it's harder, it's better, and if it's easy, I'm not really doing it. I'm not struggling enough, and you know, we have a lot of views about that, and you know, they're not necessarily totally invalid in in certain situations, but I think in this in context. The, the, the point of starting easy is that 
it familiarizes us with the quality and it familiarizes us with that basic kind of a healthy habit of wishing well, holding people with unconditional regard and seeing their goodness and seeing their beauty. And it, it's just a, it's just a, it's a, to practice it with easier people is just a way of helping strengthen that habit. And then, and then when we, you know, the next, next practice we'll do, I'll talk about doing it to strangers and difficult people. And uh, we're usually really keen to get to that place. And it's a struggle because it's, it's the reason they're difficult is we're having conflict. So, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of value, particularly since so many people have a hard time with themselves. There's such a lot of value to cultivating it for people that are easy, that helps us generate that quality so we can feel it. it's a very healthy quality to feel that sense of love and boundlessness. And, and even if it's for, for our nearest and dearest, it's still, it's just a healthy quality. And then we add ourselves in and there's, we're more likely to be Mm, affected by that same mm, quality, uh, it's like we, it spills over. You know, we're more, it's, it's almost like we're, we're warmed up, just like an athlete warms up or a gymnast warms up, mm. um, or a boxer warms up. You know, so uh, and th- and then we're more, we've got more skills and more capacity for dealing with the uh, difficult. If we started with the, you know, arch enemy. The hardest person, right? We would just, we just, we get caught up in the story. They did that. I'm so hurt. I hate them. I can't get to, can't wait to get revenge. And we're not doing any meta practice. (laughs) We're lost in our minds and our stories and memories and past. And so um, that's that's why we do it. And so, you know, and there's, you know, life provides plenty of opportunity to work with difficult situations and people, including ourselves, including our family and our beloveds and colleagues, never mind, you know, all the other difficult people that can be. So, yeah, so good to see the conditioning, you know, hard is good and easy is better. <laughs> Not better, but just, you know, it's skillful, really is what it is. And, and practice is all about skillful means. So... As Rilke says, for one human being to love another, that is perhaps the most difficult of our tasks. The ultimate, the last test and proof, the work for which all other work is but preparation. So it's not an easy thing, especially to love people who are difficult, who are we're in conflict with. And to not to underestimate that and to not to bypass that. And we're very quick to bypass to and that doesn't work. Okay, maybe one more question, then we'll do some walking. We'll have more time for questions later. Um, my question is about um, feelings of vulnerability that keep coming up when I'm um, thinking about, um, I feel like my whole life has been learning how to form uh, healthy boundaries with people. I mean, my my first place is feeling loving and open and trusting. And that's hurt me in the past many times. And um, I want to feel open and loving. And I, I, I mean, it feels like it's the conflict between knowing what's healthy and loving for myself and then being open and trusting and loving towards others. Do you understand what I mean? Yep. Yeah. 
That's an important area. Um, we have a very negative connotation with vulnerability in this culture. Uh, the, the dictionary definition is, is um, at risk of attack. And, <coughs> and that can be true. You know, as you say, you, we can be open in a certain situation with certain people who don't respect boundaries, who aren't practicing matter, but practicing the opposite, hatred, violence, oppression, injustice, exploitation. And um, so meta is not about being a doormat, and it's not about just being naive um, and being unwise in a situation that's unsafe or threatening. Um, and it's not about condoning harmful actions. And it's not what I call muddled metta, which is kindness without wisdom. So if you, you know, this is, you know, you might be, you might decide to, you know, open yourself in a very risky situation and, and you get hurt. And it's not, not necessarily skillful to do that. Or it takes a lot of skill to learn how to do that without getting hurt. Yeah, or taken advantage of. So, um, you know, sometimes love expresses itself as fierceness, like a mother's love for her children. Protecting life is can be very fierce, strong, resolute, wise. Um, can be standing up to injustice and, and speaking the truth, which can be terrifying. And just I was listening to uh, Medea Benjamin yesterday, who was confronting uh, Obama's. Uh, uh, use of drones and not shutting Guantanamo, and she was at she was in the she's a she founder of Code Pink, a wonderful activist, and she got up at the national defense uh, annual speech that Obama was giving to national defense folks, and how she got in, and she got up and she stood up and said, "You're not take you're not you're not living up to your what you're what you promised. You're not shutting Guantanamo." You're in, that was a very very courageous, vulnerable thing to do, but she's also very strong. She can she can handle the flak. So that wouldn't work for wouldn't work for me. That's for sure. You know, it sounds like a nice idea, but <laughs> um, so yeah. So we have to be wise and, and, and attuned, and, and so that's again the the, the 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 combination of mindfulness and meta go together. And that mindfulness is really the wisdom factor. Not that the meta and heart isn't wise, but we need to have both of those wisdom and and the compassion together, and to be discerning. You know, and many of us grew up in, in situations in, in schools and in homes that were not safe to be open-hearted. You had to be very guarded and, and, and protective and, and shut down. That was a way you coped and survived for many people. So, it, yeah, so it's not, it's not a blanket, just open your heart and, you know, love everybody. I mean, there's a great phrase from Neem Karoli Baba who... Uh, as a great Indian teacher, he said, he said, you know, no matter how much you hate somebody or dislike somebody or avoid somebody, never let them out of your heart. So we can, this in meta practice doesn't mean we have to go hang out with our best, worst enemy. Doesn't mean we need to hang out with our exes who we have a lot of pain with. It doesn't mean we need to hang out with anybody who's harmful, but we can still wish well for them. Still not have no, because when we're contracted, we're the one who's suffering. So no matter how much someone might be a perpetrator, if we're, if we're like this, they're just living their life. And we're like this. So the matter is partly is a compassion, act of compassion for ourselves to not live like this because it's painful. Is that, am I getting to your question? Yeah. Good, and we can talk more about it later.
So uh, we've been sitting a while, so I think it'd be nice to um, do some walking practice. So in this, in the Vipassana tradition, we do a lot of walking practice as a way of integrating the mindfulness practice into more ordinary activity like walking and standing. We can also do that with metta practice. We can learn how how to take the, the metta phrases off the cushion and into an ordinary activity like walking and standing. So... Uh, Sharon Salzberg, who I mentioned earlier, who's really helped translate these practices from from Burma to here, she um, she practices. She says, "I practice metta whenever I'm waiting," and she regards public tr- uh, transport as as a form of waiting. So when she's flying in a cab, standing at a bus stop, standing in line at the supermarket, you know, standing in the kitchen, she practices metta. So so we'll do some walking and. Um, Rather than do it, I mean, there's two styles of walking you can do. One is a more formal way. You just walk up and down like you're pacing, find a place, 10, 20, 30 steps, and just simply walk up and down, somewhat mindful, somewhat aware of your body, and and just use a phrase, like, may I be happy, may I be happy, may I be very simple, or use one word, happiness, peace, or love. And when people walk walk past you, or birds, or animals, you just wish them well, may you be happy, may you be happy. Very simple, very easy, very relaxed. Or you can just meander around. You not take a hike. Don't you, have to, you don't hike to the top of the hill, but just walk slowly and mindfully. And wherever you walk, practice metta. So you, you metta to the trees, metta to the turkeys, metta to the grass, metta to the staff, metta to people around you, metta to people who come into your mind, metta to yourself, metta to the bugs in the ground, the, yeah, metta to the, this, the sound of the birds singing. Yeah. And, and, and keep it simple. Just use, I'd say, use one phrase. May you be healthy, or maybe safe, or maybe happy, or whatever is easiest. Yeah? And if that feels too much, if it feels like I am walking and saying these phrases and people, and uh, then just, just walk quietly, mindfully, be aware of your body, slow down, and, and bring a kind attention to the moment. Right? So meta is both these phrases, but, but really it's, it's ultimately it's a kind attitude of warmth and love to yourself, to the moment, that make sense? Any questions about that? So we'll do that for half an hour. We'll come back um, about five past twelve. Okay, thanks. Now stay around if you have a specific. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org/donate.